The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 164. I hope that you're doing fantastically well today. It's a very gloomy uh, spring, well, almost spring day here today in Barcelona. And on these kind of days, it can be a bit harder to manage your OCD, a bit harder to keep your focus where you want it to be. And if you do happen to be struggling with OCD, you can actually get a free session with me to get that All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can send me a message and we can arrange um, the free session. So in today's podcast, we're going to be looking at something that I think is very important. And that is actually managing stress in order for you to actually have the energy that you need to to overcome OCD, which can be a constant battle. There's a big difference between uh, stress and anxiety. And there's a a kind of inevitability about stress. So we're going to be talking about how to, to manage it more effectively so that you can actually save your energy for more more important things like managing the OCD. If you find this podcast helpful, it would be great if you could head over to Instagram. You know, you could head over there now, pick up your phone and just think, well, I'm going to really do a favor for Robert James Coaching. I'm going to head over there and I'm going to follow and like a load of stuff. That would be really cool if you could do that. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you haven't already, it would be amazing if you could subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app of choice, whether that's uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really does help the podcast as well. So that's it. Um, As always, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to let me know whether that's um, a personal question about OCD or a topic that you would like to uh, like for me to cover in the podcast. I'm always happy to, to answer your questions. So there we go. Many thanks. And I really hope you enjoy. We're going to start today with a quote by William James. And it's this. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. Now, this is actually an incredibly important skill, not just for stress, but, you know, for just about anything in life. If you're able to direct your attention where you want it to go, that is uh, an amazing advantage that you're going to that you're going to have. But when it does come to things like stress, anxiety, OCD, it's even more important um, because really, um, it, when you really think about it, what is a kind of anxiety disorder? Well, so often it's this um, struggle that people have with directing their focus and attention onto helpful and positive things. So often if you're struggling with uh, an anxiety disorder, 
you are perpetually getting lost in rumination, getting lost with your focus on something that isn't helping you, that's actually keeping you stuck. And obviously over time, if your focus tends to wander onto very negative things and we allow that to happen, then we're going to start feeling more and more anxious. So anyway, what I want to talk about now is the difference between stress and anxiety because there is a difference and it's important that we address that. Generally speaking, stress is a response to an external uh, stimuli, an external stressor, uh, be that a work situation or an argument with a friend. And again, generally speaking, once that situation um, has resolved itself or has passed, the stress comes down and the person generally feels uh, a lot better. Anxiety, though, is actually coming directly from us. It's internal and it's characterized by a persistent feeling of of dread or apprehension, even though there isn't actually anything uh, going on in the outside world necessarily to, to give us that feeling. Sometimes the anxiety can be caused by a perceived risk or danger. And this is certainly often the case with, with OCD. One of the major problems with, um, with OCD and stress is that our, our modern lives are, are very stressful. Um, you know, it, most people are working incredibly hard jobs these days. People seem to be working longer hours. Um, you know, we always have our telephones with us, uh, meaning that the workplace can email you at uh, any given time during the weekend or in the evenings. And so often we, we tend to respond to those emails or we tend to get carried away, um, you know, with a piece of work at, at kind of 10 o'clock in the evening when we should really be having having some downtime, spending time with family or doing other things in order to to relax. And on top of this, because of the uh, the situation with COVID, and now obviously the uh, ongoing situation in Ukraine and the uh, the uh, terrible war that's happening there, um, you know, people are under even more stress, and financial stress um, could start becoming uh, an issue in the future as well. And I know many people are worried about that. And then, of course, it's easy to start worrying and stressing about what's actually happening in Ukraine, the suffering of the people there, um, watching the news every night and finding out about what's happening. Um, and then worrying about whether actually, you know, things could happen like that here. And, you know, the list is endless. There are always um, things going on in our external environment that if we allow our mind to wander to, we can very easily wind ourselves up about. And if we don't learn how to um, direct our attention, as I was talking about at the start, then we're going to make ourselves sick with worry. And if you already have OCD, then obviously you already have a lot on your plate. You really don't need a lot of external stress um, on top of the anxiety that you're already experiencing from the OCD. So learning how to minimize um, the the stress in your life is incredibly important. So I'm going to be talking about some ways uh, that you can do that. So my first tip is to focus on compartmentalization. And what do I mean by that? Well, so often we are looking at all of our problems. We are, you know, we come home from work, for example, and when we walk through the front door, what we really should be trying to do 
is using that as a signal to say that our day has has our work day has come to an end that we're now allowed to to switch off at least for a couple of hours if you're if you really have to work again if that's essential to your to your work then at least, at the very least, give yourself a little bit of downtime first. Spend some time with family or friends or, or somebody, go for a run. Do something that's going to help you, something that's healthy uh, before you get back into the work. But if you can, you know, try to compartmentalize your work at work as much as possible and leave um, your, your downtime, your home time, uh, for doing the stuff that is actually going to be helping you to de-stress and to to relax. And really, when it comes to particular stresses, um, particular situations that may be going on at work or in your personal life that are, you know, very difficult for you and causing you a lot of stress, um, the best thing that you can do is to try your best to deal with them uh, in that moment, in that particular place, and then when you're not dealing with that thing, when you're not actually engaging with that thing, to not allow your attention and focus to keep going back to it. You know, if you're not actually uh, with that person right now who stresses you, or if you're not actually in the situation that you need to worry about, then there's no point in spending time uh, and energy going over it again and again. My next tip is based on a uh, quote by the Stoic philosopher Epictetus and it goes like this, there is only one way to happiness and that is to cease worrying about things which are beyond the power of our will. Um, Now I think this is a really good quote because so much of the stuff we concern ourselves with and this includes external stresses are beyond our control. For example, the situation in Ukraine, as awful as it is, is completely beyond our control. So if you want to do something, for example, about the situation in Ukraine, donating money is a positive thing that that you could do. But other than that, unfortunately, there isn't really very much that we can actually directly influence unless we're actually there on the ground in Ukraine or in Poland, where a lot of the refugees are coming in. Um, You know, we can't really influence that situation. So putting our mind into that and worrying about that endlessly isn't going to help those people, but it is going to make us feel very bad. And it doesn't mean that we don't care. Of course, we care about those people and we care about the situation. Um, However, you know, returning to it again and again, watching the news too much about it, is allowing our attention to go to something that is beyond our control. And that is guaranteed to to give us a lot of stress and anxiety. Even in situations with uh, difficult bosses or um, a partner who uh, is is perhaps behaving in a way that you wish they, they wouldn't, these things really are beyond our control. And if we try to, to force the situation to be different, we're going to wind up making ourselves um, feel very stressed. What we can do in in those kinds of situations is obviously stand up for ourselves to um, you know to to argue our points in a productive in a productive and positive way. But only those people can decide if they're going to listen to that or if they're going to to change because of that. And so. Um, allowing ourselves to get completely carried away 
uh, by what those people do is again giving away our energy it's allowing ourselves to get stressed over something that is outside of our control the good news is though that we do have plenty of things that are in our control and that's the encouraging thing that's the thing that makes me feel incredibly um, incredibly hopeful actually for for people who are struggling with mental health issues because we have this ability to be able to direct our focus wherever we choose to put it and whilst you may not be able to help the situation in Ukraine you can choose to be present and uh, and helpful and happy for the people in your life that are important to you uh, because that is really actually going to make a difference in the world. That really is going to make a positive difference. The better that we get at recognizing the things that are outside of our control and instead start to focus our attention on the things that we really can influence, generally speaking, I think the less stress that, that we're going to have. My next tip then, as you may have heard me say many times before, is to exercise. Exercise is incredible for, for dealing with stress. Um, you know, when we go for a run or a bike ride or, you know, whatever it is that you might do. Effectively, what we're doing is we're helping to, to process a lot of the stress hormones and we're helping ourselves to generate more um, positive um, neurotransmitters like serotonin, uh, endorphins, dopamine, these are all things that are going to help us to feel better. And actually, a lot of research is out there now showing that exercise um, is just as effective or sometimes more effective than antidepressants for anxiety. And on top of this, they don't have all of the uh, awful side effects. In fact, you know, the side effects of exercise are actually very good. You feel amazing um, you know a few hours or a few minutes later after finishing it and, and often that lasts until the next day however if you're anything like me having just turned 40 your legs will be feeling it the next day too <laughs> and um, other things that you can do uh, are all all of the obvious ones really you know obviously eating well making sure that you're getting enough sleep um, meditation, yoga, uh, doing things that you know that relax you. So if you're if you are going to do um, exercise, maybe you could do something fun whilst you exercise. Uh, playing tennis or basketball, going surfing or horse riding or is horse riding exercise? I guess it probably is a form of exercise. There's probably lots of. Uh, equine people out there currently getting quite annoyed with me. Uh, I apologize if I've offended you about that. Um, I'm sure that riding a horse is a form of exercise, but what, whatever it is, whatever you enjoy the, um, you know, that will get your heart moving will definitely be helpful for, for stress. And I guess the, the final thing to say is just to make sure that you're not suffering on your own uh, with, with this. You know, if you uh, have already got help for, for your OCD, then it's important that you speak to your therapist and, and let them know that, you know, you're, you're also struggling with stress because stress is something that is really going to negatively impact um, any treatment that you might be going through for your OCD. So learning how to compartmentalize, learning how to choose the things that you're going to put your energy into and generally, you know, take care of yourself. You know, these things are going to be so important in the long run for you learning how to manage OCD more effectively and not allowing your energy to be taken up by, by stress. 
So there we go, guys. That's it. I hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.